Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. How do we make sure that we're on the same page with our midwife? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 157 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today I want to share with you a few tips to make sure that you are capitalizing fully on your relationship with your care provider. Now, before we begin, I want to acknowledge something. I have often spoken about selecting midwives like there are dozens of options, when that is just not the case for many of you. I happen to live in an area that's full of midwifery care options, and because that's the case, I sometimes forget that I am deeply lucky to be in a situation where the trouble is choosing one midwife from any number of competent women. For some of you, the options are much less. My next solo episode will be for you, if that is your situation, so hang tight, you will still gain quite a bit from this episode. Now, before we jump into our discussion of communication, I want to tell you about something super cool that's coming up this Friday, January 21st, 2022 at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be hosting our very first home birth panel. So if you are planning your home birth and looking to gain more insight, hear deeper wisdom, connect more dots, prepare more fully for your experience, then I think you are going to want to join our very first home birth mom panel. You can join me as I chat with three experienced home birth mothers about their pregnancy, birth, and beyond in an intimate Zoom meeting. When you join in on this incredible time of connection, you will be able to submit your questions and have them answered by our panel. You'll also be able to ask questions in the moment and get direct feedback. Stories, experiences, and insight. This is what we need as mothers from other mothers. When we join together and share what we've learned, we all benefit and grow. So if you're looking to take a step towards feeling empowered about your upcoming home birth, if you want to surround yourself with a beautiful community of home birth mothers, if you're looking for support in your pregnancy journey, do not miss this amazing panel discussion. We've got three moms from three different birthing backgrounds, including one mom who has had a successful home birth after cesarean section. So for those of you who are hoping to achieve the same results, this will be wonderful for you to listen in on. So make sure you head to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash panel to sign up for your spot today. That's going to be the link to join in everything. And as an extra feather in your cap, if you choose to join Happy Home Birth Academy, I will be crediting this panel meeting towards your course payment. So two birds, one stone. All right, make sure you sign up myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash panel. That link is also going to be in the show notes. And next, I'd love to give a huge thank you to this week's reviewer of the week, Burgers and Beers, who wrote Inspiring and Encouraging. I am 20 weeks pregnant with my first child, and listening to all of these stories makes me even more excited for my first birthing experience. At home, of course. I love all of the guests, the discussion, and the host. Thanks for providing such a great resource for us. 
Thank you, Burgers and Beers, for taking the time to leave such a sweet review. If you would email me at caitlin at myhappyhomebirth.com, I'd love to mail you a Happy Home Birth podcast sticker. And if you're loving the show, I'd love if you would take a moment to head over to whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast and leave a rating and review. It helps the show so much more than you know, and I'm so grateful for every single one of you who takes a moment to do that. And finally, I wanted to remind you all of one of my favorite places to buy healthy products, and that is Perfect Supplements. I just restocked my gelatin, collagen, and beef liver with their grass-fed bundle, and I can't tell you how comforting it is to know that I'm purchasing my products from such a trustworthy company. Grass-fed cows, glyphosate-free, rich in amino acids and nutrients, I love Perfect Supplements. They also keep other amazing brands in stock, including a product that I am new to using and I'm absolutely loving, and that's the Walkabout Emu Oil. Their Emu Oil is rich in bioavailable vitamin K, which I've been trying to increase in my diet. So if you're looking for trustworthy health products, head over to perfectsupplements.com and use the code HOMEBIRTH for 10% off. And you can head to the show notes for a clickable link for that as well. And finally, please remember that this podcast is not meant to prescribe or treat. It's an educational tool, so continue to take empowered responsibility for your health and your family. And now, on to the main event. So communicating with your birth team about expectations and desires. So what I want to say here at the very beginning is that It is so imperative to begin with open communication before you even hire your midwife. When you sit down with her to interview, I want you to remember the weight of the decision regarding who you hire as your care provider. This choice can make the greatest, most lovely impact on how your birth unfolds and how you feel about the events no matter what happens. But if done hastily, and without discernment, it can lead to be a stressful thorn in your side. So you need to make sure that your preference of how your care provider will behave matches with what she is willing to provide. This is going to depend on you and what you want. Now my goal inside of Happy Home Birth Academy is to show you just how crucial you are to your birth team. The focus is on the fact that you are the leader of the experience, not your midwife, not your doula, not your Aunt Betty. And that being the case, many of my students want to take this time to find out if their midwife is of the same mind. While I'd love to say that all midwives are perfect for you and protectors of all things physiological birth, that's just not always the case. Some midwives function far more similarly to obstetricians. Some have a very small window of what they consider to be normal physiologic birth. Some are going to want to be in control and therefore bring a more authoritarian attitude to the entire process. And for some mothers, this may be just fine. Maybe they would prefer to have someone who's going to make all of the decisions for them. That's why above and beyond all else, I want you to make sure that you know what you want When you walk into that interview, what are you looking for in a care provider? What are your red flags? What are your absolutely nots when it comes to a care provider? Take time thinking this through. 
Are you going to want to follow a more mainstream path of prenatal testing, ultrasounds, and the like? Or do you see yourself potentially wanting to decline certain aspects of care? If yes, is your midwife supportive of this? And what about informed consent? How does she handle informed consent? Is she just telling you the options and then not really giving you any of the pros and cons? Or does she seem to be giving a more one-sided approach to things? That's, that's also a red flag. Is she leaving decisions up to you or is she telling you what you must and must not do? Now, when it comes to her experience, what's important to you? Do you want to see her clinic statistics regarding client outcomes? Now, I'm a people pleaser by nature, so this is an example of when I have to push myself outside of my comfort zone and recognize the importance of being absolutely open and real about my thoughts, feelings, and desires. If you relate to that in any way, this prep work is even more important for you. You need to make your decision as cut and dry as possible. Come up with your list of what you need and what you deem to be red flags. Interview your midwife with a list of questions that you've created beforehand, of course, adding anything that you think of as you go, and then compare your findings to your predetermined boundaries. Next, we have to remember that there are two parties entering into this agreement. If your midwife is not going to feel comfortable working for a client who doesn't check all of the normal boxes, then do you really want to put her in a position of discomfort if you have other options? Maybe her opinion of what is risky is very different from your own or my own. I want to work with someone who is comfortable working with me, preferably. That's going to make our relationship much stronger than if I select someone who is perhaps even going along with what I want, but not feeling comfortable with it. Just the same, if you're selecting her despite the fact that you've got a number of reservations, it's very possibly going to add strain to your experience. Next, remember that just like inside of the hospital, you have a right to say no. You have a right to decline and you have a right to find a new care provider. If you realize at any point in your care that your care provider is no longer a good fit for you and the risks of working with this person are ever increasing, you can choose another path. Change your plans. Know that you always have options even if the options aren't options that you prefer. You've got to make calculated decisions and you've got to own your responsibility in your birth. It's too important not to. Now, like I've said before, midwife selection is vital and we go through this thoroughly inside of Happy Home Birth Academy, where I also include a great starting list of questions to bring along to any midwife interviews you may have lined up. Now, once you've laid a solid foundation by selecting a care provider that you respect and who respects you in return, the rest of the relationship will flow so much easier. You will feel comfortable asking questions, knowing for certain that you and your midwife are starting from the same place of understanding. You won't feel bad asking for alternatives to testing your blood glucose or declining it altogether. And then the two of you can work towards a decision that feels good for both parties, because that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Everyone's needs are met and we're all working together comfortably. And you'll feel comfortable just saying no. Now, I want to turn our attention to another aspect of relationship, bonding. 
You've heard the stories of midwives becoming like mothers or sisters or best friends. The mother and midwife mourn the end of the postpartum visits, missing the scheduled time to chat and visit with one another. But is that always what it's like? And if it isn't like that, does that mean your birth is doomed or there's something wrong with you? The answer is unequivocally no, it does not mean that. When I think back to school, I had a handful of professors that I absolutely adored, and I know they enjoyed me right back. And then there were a few that I got along with fine. I wouldn't say that we had much in common, but we respected one another and, and had a fine working or teaching relationship. Though I didn't have much in common with them, we were on the same page about the class, they gave fair grades, and all expectations were understood and met. And then one comes to mind that was aggressively opposed to me. <laughs> she just didn't like me no matter what. She was obstinate, unfair, and I had to put forth massive effort to compensate for the dislike. So let's pretend these professors were midwives. Obviously, I would not hire the latter one as a midwife. I would love it if there were a midwife that I connected with, like one of the few professors that I adored. Having matching personalities is the cherry on top, but... I would also be fine with the midwives who were fair, respectful, and trustworthy. I don't need to have my midwife be my best friend. Would that be totally cool if we just hit it off and were close forever? Yes, absolutely. But that's putting a lot of weight on this relationship that may in turn cause strain. I've heard from mothers who were sad that they didn't have such a connection with their midwife, and in the end it made them feel like their experience was lacking. I hate hearing this. I think it's important that we remember what we're hiring our midwife to be first and foremost. We're hiring her for her professional care. We aren't hiring her to be our newest BFF. If you go into this with the expectation that your midwife needs to check all of the professional boxes, and then on top of that, she needs to check all of the social boxes, you might be let down. Now, yes, I understand wanting to have a deep personal connection with your midwife, but I also want you to know that if you don't, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or your relationship. As long as you are willing to ask questions, be honest and open about yourself and your desires, and she is able to listen, to give you solid answers, informed consent, and support you in your pregnancy and birth, does it really matter if you both watch Downton Abbey or have the exact same quirky sense of humor? I assume you have a great sense of humor, by the way. So let's keep things in perspective. It's important to have open communication and to felt understood and validated about all things related to your care. Sharing a love for chicken and waffles is lower down on the list. And I also want you to remember something. Relationships are a two-way street. If you're open and amiable, it's very possible that you will have a great relationship, grow between yourself and your midwife in some way. Don't expect her to bear all of the weight of that connection though. Finally, let's say that you've hired a midwife who totally supports your desires for your birth, but the two of you aren't destined to be close friends. This is a perfect time to consider hiring a doula. There are typically far more doulas to choose from than midwives, and it's likely that you'll be able to find a comfortable match. So you'll have your professional midwife, and then you will have your emotional support through your doula. And this is another wonderful reason to join a community like that which we have built into Happy Home Birth Academy and the upcoming intimate community inside of the Home Birth Collective. If you're looking for deep connection and friendship, forge those relationships with like-minded mothers. 
Join Happy Home Birth Academy today so that you can gain the emotional support you need as you prepare for the massive transformation that awaits you in labor and into motherhood, be it your first or 15th time. Happy Home Birth Academy is designed so that once you've joyfully completed its contents, you'll be feeling both excited and peaceful regarding your upcoming home birth. You'll see yourself as the powerful mother that you already are, and you and your partner will be awaiting the first meeting of your new baby, feeling connected and thoroughly prepared for what's to come, however it unfolds. Full of understanding is how your body and baby will function together and completely rid of the unnecessary fears and what-ifs. You'll be seeing your labor and childbirth as the God-given gift that it is, knowing that you're ready for whatever awe-inspiring scenario awaits you. I can't wait for you to join me, so click the link in the show notes or head to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash HHA to start your journey with me today. So let's go over the topics we covered today, and then I'd love to share some insight gained from you all on social media regarding this topic. So number one, begin with open communication before you even hire your midwife. Be vulnerable, be open, let her know exactly what it is that you want, that you expect out of your birth, and make sure that your preferences of how your midwife will operate and interact match with what she is willing to provide. And to do these two, you have to be certain that you know what you want in a care provider and that you know what you want from your birthing experience and your prenatal experience. That is why I highly recommend childbirth education, cough, cough, specifically directed towards the home birth experience. And then you need to decide, are the two parties in agreement? Do you match with your midwife and does she match with you? Feel comfortable asking questions as you come from a place of initial agreement and understanding. That's what happens when we choose someone based off of whether or not we're compatible, when we choose someone based off of our ability to express what it is that we're looking for and our ability to know what that was in the first place. And then be careful adding additional social check marks to your list of needs. Your midwife does not have to be your bestie. And then finally, do not expect your midwife to bear the weight of connection. If you want connection, you must be open and vulnerable as well. All right, so we're going to head to social media now to see what you guys said of how you were open with your midwife and how you communicated effectively. So she opened with good questions and I answered her honestly every time. So this midwife was the one asking questions and the client was answering. I was straightforward and it was always received well. Openly and blunt, I knew what I wanted and needed a care provider that would listen. I chose a midwife who has very similar beliefs and convictions as myself. We were on the same page. So much easier to discuss with a midwife than an OB. Now this one is really critical. By realizing I'm the only one who hurts if I don't share. That freed me from the fear of telling her what I needed. Complete honesty and vulnerability. Being confident in my own research helped a ton. And then this mom says, I wish I was more open. I'm such a people pleaser and didn't want to offend her. Someone else said, this came easily the third time around after I had educated myself more. This mom said, after my hospital birth and communicating my expectations and then being ignored, this was huge for me. I found a midwife that I had heard had similar views to myself. The first question she asked me was what I wanted out of my birth. I was able to tell her everything and she said, I think we're a good fit. 
Not communicating them wasn't an option after my first experience. My midwife exceeded my expectations. I made sure to ask every question that came to my mind and I asked about her views on this or that. I always felt much better about any concern after talking to her. This mother said, just because you have a home birth midwife doesn't mean you will click, nor can she read your mind about the kind of birth you want at home. Taking time to open up about you and be clear about your stances on certain birth topics is helpful up front. This was just a handful of some of the amazing responses that I got from you ladies. So thank you all so much for sending those in. I know that it helps all of us when we hear the perspective from others and how they experienced their birthing situation and how they communicated. So I hope that this helps us wrap our minds around why it's important, number one, obviously to be open and to communicate with your midwife without feeling like you need to hide your opinions or feeling too timid to ask questions. Number two, I hope this also highlights why it's important that you decide what's important to you. (laughs) You need to know what matters to you so that you can communicate effectively with your midwife and make sure that you're on the same page. I hope this also helps you remember that your relationship with your midwife is first off a professional relationship and not to put so much emphasis on making sure that you have a best friend, but more that you have someone who is going to support you in the thick of it. Someone that you trust with your birthing experience. That is critical. I would choose a midwife that I'm not best friends with any day that I, as long as I trust that she is going to support me during my labor properly versus someone whose personality I get along with, but I don't know if she's going to be what I need in birth. So I hope all of this was very helpful for you all. Like I said, next solo episode that I do will be for those mothers who don't have a lot of midwifery options in their area and how we can navigate that situation. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope that you will go to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash panel and join me this Friday for our very first home birth mom panel. And I will see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Are you looking to extend the home birth support, encouragement, and education? Join us in our Facebook group, Happy Home Birth Podcast Community, and check us out on Instagram at Happy Home Birth Podcast.